choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? What up? It's Kels. I'm back. This is Thanks for Asking, episode 212. Hey, so, I don't know, y'all been hitting me up talking about the mic. I don't, I don't hear a little mic on my playback. I don't, I don't know. I'll try to see if that's something on my end, but, um, I don't know. When I go through editing playback, the mic is fine, so I don't know. But I'll look into it. Um, alright, so, did I say this episode 212? Um, it's been an uneventful week, but, you know, I got a, I got a few things put together for y'all, so let's get started. Um, so I got two yours. <laughs> I got two yours in negritudes um, along the same lines, but two different people. The first one is going out to Rihanna. Um, if anybody's on Instagram or Twitter, y'all already know what I'm talking about. But um, Shorty did an interview in Interview Magazine with Sarah Paulson. Um, very good interview. She was articulate and informative as always, but she put some shots and some shots in that interview that, oh, like, Rihanna is, is sickening. Like, I don't even, it's nothing even else you could say about her. Um, her feet are exquisite. Um, that's the first one. The second one is going out to Tessa Thompson. To, uh, Men in Black is coming out, uh, Men in Black 3, 4, I'm not sure which one, 5, I don't know. Coming out, um, I'll be there regardless. Coming out on um, the 14th, and um, she's doing press now, and she's got um, some interviews and spreads as well on her uh, Instagram. And listen, I don't know what's going on between you and Janelle, if anything ever was. I, Again, I've said before, I was wild late to that whole situation. Like, that was going on for two, I didn't even, people was like, you ain't know about that? I was like, no, I did not. Um, I didn't know till the video came out. Apparently, uh, everybody else had been known. So I don't, anyway, I don't know what's going on. I, I suspect that y'all might just be going low. Cause like everybody was all in y'all business and stuff, but I don't know, whatever. It, anyway, whatever the case is, Tessa, you fine. Okay. I just, that's it. I ain't, I ain't got nothing else to say. And, uh, I would not, I would do everything in my power to keep that, but you know regardless, um, yeah, so that's yours and never too, uh, so this is going to be a very, very light episode, like I said, um, not been a lot, um, going on this week, I'm not talking about Trump's idiot ass, or, um, anything political, um, so, this might be a short episode, <laughs> we're gonna see, um, I keep saying that, but, actually, Last week's was kind of regular length. Um, and I think the one before that, too. So, actually, let me stop saying it. This one actually might be short, though. All right. Um, where do I want to start? So, um, the NBA Finals are going on. Listen, I know, well, not everybody, but it seems like it's a good portion of y'all rooting for Canada. I don't know what y'all fucking problem is. Listen, I know this country is trash truck juice, and we got this dumbass president, but, like, I'm, personally, I'm, that's why I'm not rooting, I'm, tired of taking L's, man, we've been taking L after L after L, we ain't took, 
listen, the Olympics um, was the last, like, highlight we had before this idiot got elected, the last Summer Olympics. Um, I, I'm, you know, I'm not voting for Canada. I don't want to hear Drake. First of all, I don't want to hear Drake's song. I don't want to hear Drake. I don't want to hear that old Canada. And it's like the NBA fucking day. Like, I, come on, man. I don't look. I like Golden State is my favorite team. I think they play how they should play. Um, they definitely don't play as well with Kevin Durant. Without Kevin Durant, um, who hurt himself. Um, you know, but I, 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 I don't want Canada to win. I hope, I hope Golden State take it in seven. I don't know, but I tell you what, if they win tomorrow night, they gonna take it in seven. Um, cause that means they win it without KD. Um. I, you know, it's been a lot of commentary on KD. I don't really have nothing to say other than, you know, I know what it is to be an athlete and, and want to go in and play. I get that. And if he really felt like, I don't know, there's two schools of fall. I, I do kind of think that, you know, he might have got pressured to go back in the game. Because I was going to say, like, if you really honestly feel like you can play and you're good to go, then you're not really going to be able to stop a player from going, you know. Um most players, you know, they know when they hurt and they know when they, they can't really do it. Um, I've had an Achilles injury. Um, that's a tricky, tricky injury because it's, it's a horrible injury. First of all, it hurts like shit. When I tore them out, I thought it was the pain almost. It was everything I could do not to pee on myself. But the problem is it's a bad injury and it hurts, but it's like, I, it's like it, it, it's, it's, it's a sneaky injury. Because, like, when I had mine, I could walk. Pretty easy. I mean, when I first tore it, I had a limp and everything. But after a while, I could walk pretty easily. I could walk. But if I, I couldn't, I couldn't bend my toes at all. I couldn't flex my foot at all. I could, I could walk because I could do like the ball of my foot. But like to, you know, stretch my foot out or go it left to right, excruciating pain. Could not do any of that. Um, but I could walk with no issue. You would have never known. But if like, you know, you know, just unconsciously you walk in and you, t- you you know you gotta turn right you turn right real quick you know you don't even think about it with Achilles you cannot do that shit that shit will collapse you to the ground cause you'll forget that you got that injury and you'll go to turn and your foot will be like bitch the fuck are you doing cause your t- Achilles tendon is, a t- is the tendon in the back of your heel and it goes all the way up and it, it actually had my knee fucked up because it goes all the way up and once it, it tears or it gets pulled off track it pulls all them other tendons off track so my whole right leg was fucked up for a little bit and I only tore mine I didn't pop some people um detach it completely I just pulled mine but it was a horrible horrible injury and so that's why I'm, but but I know but like I said it's a kind of injury that once it it fools you into thinking it's not as bad as it is. So it's not beyond belief that, that KD might have been like, oh, you know, okay, I can move, I can shoot, I can do this, I can do that on it. And it's cool because that's how it'll be. And then, like I said, you'll be cool, you'll be moving, you know, and then you do that one, like, just one movement, instinct. And that should be like, whoa. And, and you know, and I think that's what happened to KD. Like, cause that, I mean, that that's exactly what it looked like. He was cool, and he did that step back. And it didn't look like nothing extreme, but that's how that Achilles is. And I knew as soon as he pulled up, that's what it was. I knew because that's how, when I tore mine, that's exactly, that's exactly what happened with it. Um, so, you know, but I don't know. My opinion was... Golden State got enough rings. Y'all got enough stars on that team. You know, I, I, I don't think KD needed to come. I mean, y'all won the game. KD went down quick. So, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't think, I, I wish he would have, 
if it was a, if it was a case where he thought he was okay and he just wasn't one thing, but if he got pressure, which I feel like, and, and I believe because Steve Kerr, that was his impression, because when they asked him, he was like, oh, ask so-and-so, ask the trainer. So it seemed like to me the trainer, you know, tried to push him back in, which is too bad because he's probably going to be out longer now than he would have been if he had just rested it up. He's probably going to be out all the next season now, you know. So I don't know. I, I hope they win in seven. But I'll, either way, I don't, think, I don't think that was worth it personally. Um, so Queen of the South is back. Um, I've told you about that show before. Um, it's best, one of the best shows on TV as far as like the just drug cartel, like type power type shows. Y'all, all y'all watch power. Well, I don't know why that show dumb as hell, but I'm telling y'all this show is so much better than power. It comes on TNT, I think on Thursdays and it's, but they it used to come on at nine. Now it comes on at 10 and I'm like, shit, Teresa and Polte, look, I might have to catch up on DVR cause they could be tired, but, um, it was back there in new Orleans this season. So they, um. They went from, they started out in Dallas, and they went to Phoenix, and then they had the, now they're expanding, she's, basically she's expanding her drug empire little by little, so now she's in New Orleans, right, so they had Dallas, they had Phoenix, and now they're in New Orleans, and um, it's it's good, it's a good show, if y'all watch it, y'all know, if y'all don't, it's in season three now, I think they got the first two seasons on Netflix, I don't know if you might just want to start with season three i mean it's good to have the backstory but it's not like i mean you could pick it up this it's it's done in a way that you know you could pick it up you might not know some of the characters you might not know some of the backstory but like you could pick it up and watch it if you don't necessarily want to watch the first but the first season though was excellent like i highly i highly recommend the first season the first season was really excellent um and you know it gives you a lot of background um okay other thing I want to talk about, and I, I kind of touched on this last week, but I keep seeing it, you know, we keep seeing the polling, you know, about Biden leading everybody, and, you know, um, like I said, Kamala Harris spoke to the narrative that, you know, we decide who our leaders are going to be, and I just want to reiterate that, because I see, you know, we know the misinformation, we know the bots, we know all that, and I still see a lot of y'all arguing and retweeting these these clear, you know, bots and people on the internet just to argue, and, you know, like, and this, this, this narrative going around that, you know, oh, well, it has, so-and-so can't beat Trump, and, so, and somebody tweeted it perfectly, they were like, Trump is very beatable, Trump didn't even win the first time, we see that they rigged this shit, and all the shenanigans, and bullshit, and voter suppression they doing to try to stay in power, because they don't have the people, Okay, so stop acting like he is just this this juggernaut that's impossible to be. He didn't even win the he didn't even win the first time. If everybody would get their head out their ass and stop doing the same stupid shit, then he could we could vote him out. Okay, now listen, I've been saying I don't see them doing nothing about this election stuff. These Democrats are, are feckless and and useless. I don't see nobody doing anything about anything, and I feel like the Russians are emboldened now, and they see, okay, we pulled it off one time, and they ain't do a goddamn thing. I feel like the second time is going to be even worse. They're going to be even more bold. It's going to, it's, it, you know, I feel like we just going to know something is up because we're going to start seeing, like, the first time it was really close. And to me, I, when I saw it, I knew it was fishy. When I saw Michigan and Wisconsin go red, I was like, mm. Something that don't look right. I think this time it's gonna be more blatant, and we're gonna be seeing other states go red, and it's gonna be like Pennsylvania. Uh, just you know, so look out. I think I think they go they're gonna hack the shit out of this one. I think they just gonna go ahead and change votes because 
Why not? Ain't nobody doing nothing about nothing. Nancy ain't doing shit. They just keep, you know, oh, we're going to send another letter. Oh, we're going to send another letter. Oh, we're not impeaching. It's like, okay. So, um, but I just wanted to say, like, like, if y'all, if y'all believe and speak that into, into being, then that's what it's going to be. But if everybody goes out, and again, I don't care who the dem- Democratic candidate is, I personally don't think it's going to be Biden, because I don't think Biden is going to get out of primary, because I think Biden is the, is Trump on the, is light. You know what I mean? Like, like, they're like, oh, I don't, he's not, he's a baby boomer. He is every, him, he making a joke of this Me Too, every, he thinks it's a joke, he thinks his people are overreacting, he's a typical old white man that everybody is tired of and talking about and like I said we went out in 08 and voted for change okay and these niggas the, the empire struck back okay but if you're familiar with the series if, if you're familiar with the Star Wars series you know that one more came after Empire Strikes Back it was called Return of the Jedi okay we the Jedi's we gotta return we can't let these motherfuckers come slap us and just fall down like some punks and I feel like that's what we do well, that's what the Democrats are doing but I feel like a lot of people are doing that too a lot of people you know Listen, you know, we we came a long way in this country from slavery to like electing a president and where we are now. And it's like, I you know, we can't every I get I get so like, y'all know I'm a marine, so I'm a warrior and I'm warlike, and I can't stand like one little set. This goes to what I was talking about last week, like one little setback, and everybody just ready to fall. Oh well, we can't beat him. We got to write it. Like, where's your fucking courage? Where's your fucking I don't, what is the word? Like, your, your boldness, your fearlessness. Where is your, yo, let's fucking, if we gonna die, let's fucking die trying to beat these motherfuckers. Where is that? It's like every little thing, and here y'all go. And I don't, like I said last week, it's wild early, and a lot of this polling, like I said, is old people at home answering their landline to a clock in the morning. A lot of this narrative about, oh, you know, people feel like they have to be safe, that's coming from these old, black, churchy-ass niggas that, Again, if you had pulled them around this time at 08, they'd have been telling you, oh, we can't, Mama can't, wait, nobody go for, listen, my point is, you gotta, you cannot be afraid to, to, to fucking dream and hope and go for it, okay? I'm voting for Kamala Harris because I think that she's, number one, the best candidate in the batch, and number two, and number two, like I keep saying, I think she's the only one that can beat Trump, and I think she's showing it. People keep saying, oh, listen, again, nothing against Elizabeth Warren. People are like, Elizabeth Warren is going at Trump. It's like, no, she's not. She's not going at Trump. Yes, she is throwing policy out there, and she's like, oh, pointing out what Trump is the one, but like, that is not, that's not how you beat a bully. Everybody knows what Trump is doing. The, the motherfucker, it's, nothing is hidden. These Caucasians are coming at this as if this is something that is a mystery or nobody knew. Or like, oh my God, look, they, this motherfucker been the same motherfucker the whole time. They voted for him regardless. So constantly saying, look at what he's doing, look at what he's doing, that's, that's ineffective. That's what, that, that doesn't work. Because number one, like I said last week, the majority of us being the people of color who are the base Democratic Party, we did not vote for him. So we already knew this shit. So you telling this shit we already been new because it was fucking obvious from the door. That's why we didn't vote for him. So who was this for? This feigned shock and oh my god and look what he's doing. Ah, like come on man, we're three years in and y'all still with that. I can't believe it. Can you believe it? And that's a God, listen, Elizabeth Warren, God bless her, but that's what she does. And that's why I say she doesn't have the temerity to beat Trump because you can, that's not going to do it. This motherfucker is a fraud. This motherfucker is, is, is a clown. This motherfucker 
motherfucker is stupid, okay? And that's what you have to do. You have to expose him for what he is, okay? And and y'all approaching that this motherfucker is just a fraud, and none, and nobody will come out and say it. They won't say he's a fraud. Oh, well, the it's like they're doing these clapbacks and these one ups, but it's like nigga, he's a fraud. Period. You don't you you giving him fucking legitimacy that he does not have by acting like the shit he's saying is even discussable. And and Kamala Harris is the only one I see doing that. She's the only one that's saying, look at this motherfucker. He said he was gonna do he said he's a billionaire. He's not no motherfucking billionaire. He broke his joke. That's how you do a bully. You have to you have to humiliate him and strip him bare. Because these people who watch Fox and live on Earth too, they don't they don't know this shit. Okay, they believe that shit the fuck. They don't know half the shit that's going on. So you have to fucking make it plain. The idiots that are loyal to him, they're always going to be loyal to him. But like I said, there's a lot of people who don't understand. And and the way you attack a bully is you have to punch a bully in the face and knock him down so that everybody else can see. Oh. This motherfucker's not tough. He's just a bully. He just picks on the weak. He picks on the small. But he can't really fight. And, 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 and you know, he just, he's a coward. Basically, that's what a bully is. It's somebody that's a coward. So that's what you have to do. That's how you beat Trump. And Biden thinks that's what he's doing, but he's not because he's the same thing. He's just less, like, um, crass about it. But, like, he's not going to come out of the, he's making a joke of the Me Too. And people are like, oh, you know, Biden has... 29% out of Iowa, but if you look at, if you look at who's coming to see by, it's old white people. It's old white women. I barely see any men in there because you know the men going to vote for Trump again. So you see older white women. That's all you see. You don't see no people of color in there. You don't see no young folks in there. You, you, you don't see none of that. He's not going to get out of primaries. The two strongest candidates in the, in the race right now are Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren. And Elizabeth Warren is, um, I'm sorry, um, I'm sorry, Kamala Harris is pacing herself masterfully. She's pacing herself masterfully. All these other people are going to burn out too soon. They're going to burn out too soon. You burn in all your gas, it's way early. She's doing a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, and, and, and she does really well on the road. Every time she goes out, people are like, hey, guys, you know, I'm at this event, and I don't know about the polling numbers, but Kamala Harris is hella charismatic. These people are really coming out here for her. These people really like her. These people really listen to what she has to say because, like I said, she's the only one who can go at Trump, and her background is a prosecutor for this criminal ass president is going to be who and what we need. Y'all, the time for pe- picking people with the best policies and the pie in the sky what Elizabeth Warren delivers was, was we missed that opportunity. That was Hillary Clinton. You should have voted for Hillary Clinton. She would have set the pace. She would have got us moving in the right direction and then all these other people could have came behind. But no, you wanted to fuck up. So now we in crisis and we don't have time for that. We don't have, we need we need somebody that can fight the bully right now. Because the bully, if, if we don't knock this bully out right now, he's going to have all of us yoked up. Okay? So, him and his friends. So, I'm voting for Kamala Harris. Get out and vote for who you want to vote for. But don't fucking fall back and let these motherfuckers convince you that it's hopeless and he can't be beat. That's nonsense. He's the weakest fuck. This motherfucker's approval rating has never hit 50 since he's been in goddamn office the lowest ever. Ever. He's an idiot. So stop 
buying into that. Stop retweeting that. Same way we got up and we went out and we voted for every single one of our black asses went out and voted for Obama and Obama won. We got to do the same thing this time. I don't care who it is. If it ends up being Warren, then it got to be Warren. If it ends up being Harris, then it got to be Harris. I don't think it's going to be Biden, but if it is, it's got to be Biden. I, it ain't going to be Bernie. It ain't going to be none of the rest of them niggas. Um, we we got to do it. Because that motherfucker... Man, I, I just refuse to accept it that we can't beat. That nigga's a fucking loser. He's a fucking moron. Like, I refuse to accept that he he can't, we can't get him out of there. Come on, man. I'm tired of taking L's. I'm tired of taking L's, man. We got to buck up. I ain't trying to be like all fucking Captain America and shit, but like, yo, we fucking Americans, yo. We won two world wars and we still the fucking uh, superpower in the world so far. You know, China is coming, and if we don't get our shit together, we all going to be speaking Chinese soon, so, you know, that's all I got to say on that, man, I'm not buying, I'm not buying that shit, that's a fucking narrative. Alright, so, what I really want to talk about, so, Pose, excellent, excellent show came on FX, it's back on FX last night for season two. And as I'm watching it, and, you know, I don't know if I've said this before. I took the, they got a quiz, like, which Pose character are you? And I took it, and I got Angel. And I was like, that's so accurate. Because I keep trying to, people, you know, I'm out here, and I'm trying to tell people, I'm like, y'all, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what, what it is that people get one impression of me. But I'm like, I, actually, it's not even about impression. What's funny to me, I, I you know, I'm a cancer, and I'm, I don't, you know, I'm not super into science, but... The characteristics that I read about Byron are, are, are accurate. And it's what I find funny. And I talk to other cancers and they say the same thing. So it's not me. Like people, um, I tell people everything they need to know, right, about me. Like, and it's funny because when I tell, like, I, t- I tell people all the time, like, yo, I'm a romantic. Like, I'm not, I don't know what you think or what you heard. But I'm I'm a romantic. Like I don't do all this all this fucking you know new shit. Everybody everybody got to be so super fly and so super cool and can't show their feelings and you know hot girl summer and all that. God bless God bless. But that ain't that ain't for me. Like I'm not trying to. I don't like that. Like I like to get. I you know I want. I like one person that we can vibe. We vibe for each other. We go do shit. That's what that's what. But when I tell people that, when we tell people that about ourselves, it's like they don't believe it. And it's funny to me, because I'm like, because then, then we get it back, oh, cancers are this, that, and the other. And I'm like, but we tell you exactly what you need to know. You're fucking up. I'm, it's not me. It's you. You're fucking up. Because I, we are very open people. We tell you everything you need to know. You want to call it emotional. You want to label all these things. When I say, yo, that shit you did, I didn't like that, I'm letting you know. <laughs> I'm like you giving you the information you need. So when it's three months later and I'm the fuck over you, I don't want to hear about how you don't tell me anything. You don't express it. No, because I'm done now. Because I spent three months telling you and you didn't want to listen. I don't know what you thought that was, but that was me telling you. And now I'm over and I'm done. And I don't have nothing else to say to you because I've been telling you for three months and now I'm done. I don't want to talk no more. Conversation over. Anyway, the point of that is I identify most with Angel because Angel is. Uh, a how 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 the last night's episode I loved it it was so great because like we get mistaken for 
you know, they, I don't know, people who, who, you know, there's two sides to every coin, right, and I, I put it to you like this, um, you know, I was in the military, and, and, and I was in the Marines, and the people who are, like, the most, the most hardcore killers, the ones that'll really, when it's about it, about it, really step up and put shit down and really, you know, get everybody up out of there and put, and, and really, you know, fight to, to, to the death, be like the most jovial, the most good humored, the, in, in, in any other time of the day, fun people ever, right, and if you don't know any better, you'll never, you'll be surprised if that's the same motherfucker that will drop you with no problem, right, if it's necessary, and you know, I always, I, people who are, I don't know what the word, there's a, I just feel like a lot of people, you know, I always say people are dumb, but I feel like a lot of people are emotionally unintelligent, and they don't, they don't recognize things that are not obvious, right, so if somebody is not, like, super mean and super hardcore, oh, well, you know, they don't think that a person, they don't think that a person who is sensitive and quiet and contained, like an introvert, they don't think that person can possibly be, you know, strong or resolute, you know, they feel, they think that what they see is what it is, and so, I, I, I get that a lot, and when I talk to other people who are cancer, they say the same thing, and I guess, I don't know, I guess that's where we have a hard shell and a soft inside, sort of, but like, all I can tell you is what you see is what I show you, but that's not necessarily all that's there, and so y'all get us fucked up a lot, because you think that what you see is what it is, and it's not, like, we are very loyal people, but you know what, what, what comes along with loyalty? Strength. You know what comes along with loyalty and strength? Low patience. Okay, so yes, we are very loyal until until you show that you're not worth it, and then it's like fuck you, basically. So you know, and I guess that's the part that everybody registers. Oh, y'all emotional, always crying. No, not really. The we was emotional, you was missing it. Now we just don't give a fuck. Now you're mad. But anyway, I, I got off track. But the point I was saying is that. Angel is my favorite character because I sense that from her. Like, if you watch last night, if you first look at Angel, she looks very delicate. She looks very weak, but she's not. She's quiet, but she's strong, and she's fierce. And when she walked into that building to go to that modeling audition, you know what I'm saying? She was in there. She was a transsexual. Nobody knew it, and it was just that that quiet. The actress that plays that role did that part very well. That quiet strength where if you not if you don't know what you're looking for she might seem timid she might seem scared but it wasn't that she was strong and she was and she was and she really wanted it but she recognized in the moment that you know I gotta play this right I have to I have to explain that the lady who took her pictures was very impressed she didn't try to play her she was like yo you're, you're gorgeous you look you know exactly what we're looking for but these pictures you need professional pictures so she didn't like turn her what she in other words she saw the talent that was in front of her and was like oh let me help this girl that scene was great I like Angel because Angel I identify with Angel and identify with all people like that who are like what you see is what I give you you have no idea what's on the inside you have I could be standing super calm 
talking super low, and I be what I and really what I want to do is crack your motherfucking forehead, forehead, because you have pissed me the fuck off. But I'm not, because I'm not. You're not ever. You know, I'm not gonna give you that, because I don't. That's not what I want to give you right now. I might want to give that to you at another time, but right now I don't want to give it to you, and so you're not gonna have it. I'm gonna give you this because this is what I want you to have, because you're not gonna bother me and you're not gonna upset me because you don't matter that much to me. That I'm gonna let you pull my me out of what I want to do. So, Angel is 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 my is my favorite character, but the episode last night really, you know, we've been with the Central Park Five case when they see us and everything. You know, everybody's been talking about the '90s and going back to that time and how different it was. Gen X, you know, we came up in a very different time from millennials, very very different. And when I was watching Pose, it drove it home for me because um, so they're up to 1990, right? And Blanca got diagnosed with HIV. In, in season one. So now in 1990, she goes to the doctor and she finds out that her T-cells are so low that she has full-blown, she's diagnosed with full-blown AIDS. Now, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, yo, I forgot about AIDS. Like, AIDS used to be a, yo, AIDS used to be a death sentence, my nigga. Like, in 90, 80, when it, when it, when it first started, I don't even, I don't, you know, I don't even know when it, I've, when they started really coming out with medicines that it increased life, and I know, I know it's a recent millennials, you know, and after. But I remember when AIDS first hit. That shit was a death sentence. And and watching last night, I was like, yo, I forgot about that. I forgot how 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 devastating. Like a whole generation of people died of AIDS, and that's why like <laughs> it's such a disconnect between us and millennials because we watch y'all like. Having all this raw sex and taking all these drugs. And we just be looking at y'all like, what the fuck are you doing? Because when we grew up, AIDS was real, my nigga. And, like, if you got AIDS, you died. Drugs was real, my nigga. Like, you start smoking weed. I remember I tell people I didn't smoke weed till college because I was paranoid to be on crack. And now I know weed is weed. But back then, we know. Back then, listen, crack was everywhere. You be like, well, nah, nigga. I don't, I don't, they might as well smoke crack. We like... Not in this weed, nigga. Weed today, crack tomorrow. No, nah, nigga, no. Nah, I'm not going to, no, no, I'm good. I want no drugs. I want no drugs. <laughs> you barely want to drink. Is it cracking that? It's just beer, right? I, like, nigga. <laughs> crack was everywhere. Like, the last, niggas was scared to death to be crackheads. I was like, I don't want nothing. I don't, I don't want no kind of drug. I would just drink this alcohol. I, I don't want no weed. I, I don't know. Like, uh, <laughs> I got cracking it. That's like, right? I mean, even to this day, you shouldn't smoke stranger weed, but, Back then, I don't think y'all understand. It's not that we was nerds or nothing like that. It's just like, yo, wasn't nobody trying to be on no crackhead. And wasn't nobody trying to get AIDS because it was a death sentence. And the deposed episode, it just showed. Like, so, you know, um, in the scene, Sandra Bernhardt, shout out, was in it. And um, Blanca was saying, oh, no, I feel fine. And she was like, listen, feel fine don't got nothing to do with how this AIDS works. And that first scene, they showed they went to the potter's field where, like, all the unclaimed AIDS patients were. And I'm like, yo, it really used to be like that. Like, you really, AIDS was bad, man. AIDS, like, you, it, really, like, a, a person, like Blanca, a person would get, would get diagnosed with AIDS and be fine, like, walking around. And then you hear a month later, you'd be like, month or two later, where's so-and-so? Oh, they died. You're like, what? Yeah, they died at AIDS. You'd be like, I died at, I just seen them a month and a half ago. They was fine. They died at AIDS. And that's that. And it was like that. And it was bad. I remember somebody said they read Jennifer Lewis's book. And she said that, um, 
I forgot what year it was. I think she said maybe 89 or 90. She had gone to a hundred funerals of her friends who had died from AIDS. And y'all young kids, y'all don't know. They got all these medications now. But, like, I was sitting there watching that. I was like, wow. I almost forgot this. That's how, like, but that's how life is, man. That's why you tell you keep living. Because back then, that shit, people were dying. I went to high school with a dude that died. His name was Irving. He died after we graduated, but not much. Like, maybe 19. We, I was in college, maybe, when he died. So he was, like, 19, 20 years old. Died at AIDS. Like, it was, it was Devin and Poe, like, that's why I like Poe's, because it takes you back to that time, like, it was like, it was the best of times, just worst of times, so they, um, this season, you know, they was talking about Vogue, and, you know, like, I, I got on here, told you about Madonna the other day, Madonna did a thing, man, if y'all don't understand how big, first of all, y'all young kids, I can tell the way y'all talk shit, I know Madonna's draining and annoying now, but y'all be talking about Madonna, y'all don't understand how huge motherfucking Madonna was, Madonna was every, but as big as y'all think Beyonce is, or the only, put it to you like this, only person bigger than, than, than Madonna was Michael Jackson. Period. That was her only competition. And Michael even gave an interview about it. He gave a famous interview where he was talking about Madonna. And he was saying, yeah, you know, um, he was, I mean, you know, Michael Jackson used to do slick talking. Basically, he was saying she was jealous of his fame. She was like, because as big as she was, it's different for a girl. They don't, for women. Michael Jackson was really smart, um, particularly by entertainment. Um, if you listen to his little videos, they try to play him Wacko Jacket, but if you listen to his videos, he, he dropped jewels. And he was like, yeah, it's different. He was like, she's a woman artist. They never give it for a woman the way they do the man. Like they, they, she's huge, but they, they will never give it for her like, like they do for me. And she was always jealous of that because I was the only one who was bigger than her. And, and that is an accurate statement. So, anybody out here trying to tell you Madonna wasn't this and Madonna wasn't that, and she, they're, it's, they're, they're telling you a lie. They're telling you lies. Because Madonna was huge. And not only was she huge, she's still here. She's outlived all her peers. And she's still putting out music. And, I mean, she, her run has been crazy. I told y'all how far ahead she is of, of Rihanna, who's, you know, pretty far out there. So, um, you know, and her only... Con I mean, she survived. I mean, Mariah, but Mariah came... A good 10 years after Mariah, after um, Madonna did. So Madonna, you know, not really appear. Um, I mean, they were out kind of at the same time at one point, like in the 90s. But by the time Vogue came out in 90, I mean, that was Madonna's like third look, I think. Third? Um, no, Vogue. I don't know what album that was, but it, she had a whole bunch of, she, um, like a virgin, Papa Don't Preach. Um probably one other album so Vogue might have been her fifth or sixth album any point is by the time Vogue came along which was a monster she had already had several monsters and so I like the way they showed they they showed that on polls last night like because a lot of a lot of y'all youngins y'all like to come through and talk shit but Madonna was huge and when that Vogue hit like they, like Blanca said, they playing that that video on MTV every hour, and they did. And every time they played it, you watched it because you was like, "Wow, this shit is dope." Um, y'all, y'all young kids will never know the MTV video premiere. Boy, you used to you used to crack ass to get home at three o'clock because whatever the video was was gonna premiere, it premiered at three o'clock. And nigga, you used to you used to beat feet to get to wherever the TV was, whether it was in the dorm or you at home or grandma house, wherever the fuck, wherever the fuck you was gonna go. To get there to watch that video, especially if it was Michael Jackson, nigga, just clear the clear the calendar. But um, 
Yeah, so it, it it just really it really showed the devastation of AIDS, and I just thought, and I was like, I start remembering all that shit, like yo, you know, the, I remember the AIDS quilt. They had an AIDS quilt because when AIDS first started, Ronald Reagan and them didn't give it no money, didn't give it no research, none of that. They said it was killing all of all of um you know right people, and they used to have congressional hearings and everything. AIDS was a big fucking deal, and I'm like, damn, I forgot all about it. Um, and so. They showed, like, ACT UP, another thing I forgot about, like, um, where they, like, the gay activists, because it started, so AIDS really started killing gay men, and they thought it was a gay men's disease, now we know how it's transmitted, that anybody can get it, but back then it was really just a gay men's disease, primarily, right, lesbians didn't even really get it, right, um, but, and so they showed, like, all the activism and the sit-ins they used to do, and I remember that, like, I remember that shit, but I forgot it, I was like, yo, this shit was huge, and I just totally forgot all about it, so I love polls, because it t- I'm a Gen Xer, and we, you know, that's my generation, and we came up, they had Pray Tell, he was killing the 90s B-boy look with the sweatsuit and the glasses and the chain, I was like, yes, they got it, they got it down, um, yeah, so, um, you know, Blanca got a chance to model, homeboy tried to, uh, play her, you know, he made her pay for her pictures by, um, trying to blackmail her with photos, but Poppy and them was like, oh no, went up there, jumped them, and got them pictures back, um, it was just great, I love that show, Pose is so good, um, I don't, I don't like this Blanca got AIDS storyline at all, I mean, but, you know, I guess they gotta show it, but, you know, it just, it got, it got me think that, that, and then the, um, you know, when they see it's Central Park 5, it just took us, took me back to the 90s, and it's like, yo, we lived through so much, we went through so much, y'all don't understand, that's why y'all, y'all be like, y'all old niggas, we had crime too, I'm like, nigga, y'all shit, y'all did not go through what we went through, I'm sorry, beloved, but you did not, I was alive in 2000, I know what that was like, that shit was not, walking apart. You could walk down the street in 2000. You ain't have to look over your shoulder. I mean, that was the peak of like when crime was down. Like that shit was safe. You know what I mean? It's still kind of safe. I mean, although it's inching back up. Crime is back in New York City for real, for real. Um, but eh, we went through a lot, bro. We went through a lot. And it's just all coming back. I told y'all last week I was the boy's age. I knew people who did that. And now Pose with the AIDS bringing it back in the, in the 90s. Uh, we went through a lot, and um, it's such a good show, it's, it's done so well, you can tell when shows have people who are from that era getting, the, it, you know what it reminds me of, if you watch Mad Men, very similar, Mad Men, people, down, people paying attention to the details and getting things right, like no, they wouldn't have had that pen because that pen didn't come out to 1968, it's 1963, they would have had this pen and this is how they dressed and the oven looked like this, not like that. Like, that's how Pose is before the 90s. It's so accurate. The, the, the clothes, the music, it's the sneakers they wear, the haircuts. I love it. Um, great show, great show. Um, Tuesday. They moved it to, I thought they came on Wednesday, but they moved it to Tuesday. So, I don't know. They're moving all the shows around. It comes on at also at 10. Listen, these 10 o'clock, no, it comes on at 9. Yes, these 10 o'clock shows, I be struggling during the week. I was telling people, I don't know how people go out during the week because a nigga be tired. Um, 9, 9.30 come rolling around. I start nodding off. Um, yeah, so that's 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 it. Uh, this is a little bit short, but, um, you know, not a lot going on. I'm going to go see um, 
I, like I said earlier, I'm going to go see Men in Black. It looks really good. Um, I'll go I'm, I'll go see that. Let y'all know how that is. I'm pretty sure it's going to make all the money. Um, yeah, so I hope I hope the series start, starts until 7. I don't want to see Canada win nothing. I don't want to see Drake have nothing um, at all. Um I I I I know I ain't been putting up Genghis kicks. I told y'all that it ain't been none. But um, the Nike I'll put these up. The Nike Jordan Fly Knits um are releasing. If you've seen them or if you're not, they come in red, blue, and there's a Volt color. Although they say in the Volt not gonna release in the U.S., but I think you can find them. Um, there's a couple pairs of 720s coming out. So it is actually some kicks coming out this week. I'll put I'll put them up. Um. You know, so y'all can see what's what, and I don't know, maybe cop something. Um, Adidas has a, a dope um, Pride pack too for Pride Month. You go on Adidas website, you see it. They always take like their classics and like throw some rainbow shit on. Them. I usually don't like rainbow shit, but the way Adidas do it is real dope. Like they'll splash it in paint, or it'll be like real subtle. Um, so yeah, that's that's about it for Genghis Kicks. Oh, and I'm gonna make an announcement because last time I forgot, and I'm I'm a do it ahead of time and do it again so y'all will know. The week of the 24th, I'm going to do a podcast, but it, it might, it's probably going to come out on Saturday and not Thursday because I have something to do that week and I have to change some things around. And so I'm probably going to record and release Saturday, the week of the 24th. And while I'm at it, my birthday is 4th of July. I'm going on vacation that whole week. So I'm telling y'all right now, I ain't going to be no episode that week. Um, I'll announce this again. But just so y'all know, because I, you know, I tend to forget, and then just don't be no episode, and y'all be salty. All right, so, um, again, I said this on Twitter. I'm going to say y'all here. When I first started this show, you know, I was getting like 150, 200 listens per episode. I checked SoundCloud recently. I only check SoundCloud. I don't check the rest. Shout out to y'all. On, um, ain't none of y'all on Goddamn Podbean, but I wish y'all could follow me there. Um, shout out to y'all on iTunes, but I'm up to like 700, 800 listens an episode now. That's still super small, micro peen, but my wood is growing and word of mouth and, and, and every week, like I said, I see more of y'all retweeting and telling people, thank y'all. I appreciate y'all, um, for listening to thanks for asking. Um, again, you can hit me on Twitter at KMGZ, the emails, thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. Website, thanks for asking. Dot C. I'll be updating that soon, though. But I, honestly, like, it, it ain't. That's just the so I can direct people to a website if they ask me if I have one. I ain't really trying to do a whole lot with it, but I will update it for y'all. And um, yeah. Um, thanks for coming out. God bless. Good night. See y'all next week. <laughs>